0: This video is brought to you by the Beautiful Leather Goods by Andar. All products are 100% full grain leather. Orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically. You get free exchanges and a 90 day return policy. Maybe you wanna pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you wanna go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. Andar wallets have this cool unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out. That allows quick access to your cards. Head over to andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. And I have got a special guest tonight. I have got real. From EDC Carry, uh, EDC Ready. Sorry, not EDC Carry. <laughs> that that's my TikTok name, EDC Ready. On the show tonight, yeah. and the reason why this is special is because the way I met this guy, man, he messaged me on Instagram. Okay, and I'm like, who is this guy, right? Because you know, I do get messages on the IG, but it was like, hey, man, I just found your channel. Can I be on your podcast? And I was like, oh boy. This can go really, really, really well or really badly. So, of course, I got to click on the IG profile and see if you have, uh, you know, a link or something. And then um, I checked the YouTube. Right. And uh, what I noticed was, oh, shit, this guy's Asian. First of all, that's one. It's a rarity in the knife YouTube community, I feel, Um, especially here in America. But you're in Malaysia, right? Yeah. So the thing is, uh, I checked out your content and actually before I do a podcast with someone, I watch tape on them. So I did watch a few of your videos today and I'm thinking like, man, this guy knows his stuff. You know, this is unedited, uncut videos, um, very reminiscent of the OG school of knife YouTube. I'm talking Nick Shabazz, Metal Complex, um, these type of guys and that's not i mean even though like i guess i am in that class like i'm part of the new school kind of where i edit everything and i try to make things funny and all that and i really appreciated it man because knife youtube is in need of more uh asian like content creators so thank you so much for doing the show mr edc ready my international asian guest (laughs)
1: Thanks man, thanks man. So uh, yeah, back to like how we all started. Uh, we all started watching Nick Shabazz and Metal Complex and all that. And then uh, I'm just like, I got into the hobby and I'm like, there's no one else in Malaysia at that time. I live in Malaysia. If you guys don't know where Malaysia is, it is in Southeast Asia, just mm-hmm. north of Singapore and just south of Thailand. People know those two countries, but not mine so much. Uh, at least <laughs> not for the good reasons. So, uh, I I actually have other YouTube channels. I have vlog channels and I have uh, other channels out there that I do do a lot more editing uh, on those you channels. You Yes, I do. So, I. EDC Ready is like my third active channel. What? Yeah. The one where like you third...
0: have the, the lingo and the cadence yeah. down already. Um, do yeah. You... So before I forget to ask this question, I have ADHD and I'm gonna be all over the place. Do yes. you put more work into the other channels?
1: Like, is there more growth there? Uh, no, I would say that now, okay, I define work as more output and then there is just more output with my EDC channel. For a few reasons. Number one, it's just easier to talk about this because of sheer interest. I can take a knife, it's the new knife that I just got on my table. I can take this knife and break it off, talk about every little piece and nick and crammy of this knife and then just put it out there. The other channels do take more time to edit because of the editing process. I wanted a way to create content around something I already really like, but in, in a way that's more easy for me to, um, to to export and a lot easier for me to like push out content on the day-to-day. And that is why the channel kind of is how it is and how it looks like and the aesthetic is already there. Yeah, I liked it, man. So I don't
0: technically watch a lot of knife YouTube. Um a lot of my yeah. like you know knife YouTube elite friends, these guys like I, I feel very fortunate that I'm able to rub elbows with you know Shabazz and Cedric and Ada and Advanced Knife Bro. Like I talk to these guys every day and I have no idea why they talk to me. No idea why they invited me to their, their there's like a special chat bro and they're all in it. And for some reason, they invited me to both of them. (laughs) Like, I have no idea. So I feel very fortunate to um, talk to these guys. But I always tell them the truth. I'm like, look, man, I don't watch none of y'all content. Like, I don't watch any of them. I don't watch Knife content at all. I'm busy watching podcast content, um, you know, the comedians and stuff. So I can get better at doing this. You know, I think that's why this show... kind of took off in a way and was more impactful because it's just so different from other knife YouTube podcasts or lives. Um, I get to know the content creator. That's my number one thing is I'm really interested in just the content creators of different spaces, you know, kind of like what an actual podcast is, you know, Joe Rogan talks to scientists, he talks to hunters, he talks to MMA fighters. It's the same thing. I like that format. Um, But I, I just happen to have like a knife content creator base right um i don't know where i was going with this actually now that i think about it (laughs)
1: yeah no worries but no worries i really feel like what you're doing is cool because you are getting into different formats of content within the same hobby and that happens Mm -hmm. in a movie world so in the movie world you have things that start off as a genre and then it becomes a theme that can fit into other genres Take, for example comic book movies that was a Mm -hmm. genre on its own but now, comic book movies have evolved into a theme. So like Logan, it's a like a Western movie in a comic yeah. book theme. Or like Captain America is not thriller, but the theme is yeah. comic book superheroes. So that same thing.
0: Did you watch the movie Shang-Chi?
1: Yes, I did. Did you uh, like it? I did. There are two Malaysians in that movie. Ronnie Chang he's from yep. Johor, southern part Malaysia. And yep. uh, Tan Sri Michelle Yeoh. Tan Sri is like a title you get here. Yeah. So she is uh from from the northern part of Malaysia. So I love the first part. I, I love the third act, the middle act a bit too draggy for
0: me. Uh the middle act, so meaning when he was kind of discovering everything when they met Ben yeah. King and all that stuff. Yeah, I yeah. I, I I agree with you actually. But out yeah. of um sorry, I just had a huge protein shake before I got on this podcast. I'm like so full right now, I'm like burping like crazy. Um
1: uh out of five what do you give the yes. movie i give it a solid 3.5 out of five uh oh. yeah it's it's just like it's a great movie to to switch on and it's a it's a great movie that if you're if you're scrolling through Net, uh sorry disney plus mm-hmm. and then you see it you'll click it but it's not something that i'm planning for the weekend to watch it's not lord of the rings or yeah. it's not infinity War for me
0: yeah. oh so you are into the mcu though right i'm very
1: much into the mcu oh, like we're, I gonna get along.
0: we're gonna get along so well because um the the, the brand of everyday city carry is, is basically you know just knife guys that are into other shit that's like pretty yeah. much what it is um and i am i don't know if i'm promoting that in a way but I definitely welcome people to come on this platform and talk about whatever they want. We are gonna do nice stuff, so you people that are yeah. just here for knife things? I do have knife segments coming up um but yeah man i I love superhero movies. I love anime, I love video games. I kind of like a bunch of stuff. I'm a true, true nerd, knife nerd yeah. anime nerd game nerd of you know just everything. I love comedy, like I'm just into so many things, and I think that's what a true nerd really is. And I try to just promote that here. Um, I wanna know, like, how long have you been collecting knives? Because watching your videos, if you're so precise and the way you describe things, I'm like, man, this dude knows a lot more than me. You know, I'm gonna gonna say it right now, I've been doing this for almost five years, but I feel like I've learned absolutely nothing. Like, I feel like I'm still a base casual person that has uh, above average knowledge like if I go to anyone yeah. on the street who has never who, who doesn't even know what EDC is or maybe thinks EDC is Electric Daisy Carnival, which is a dance music festival in America. <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah, which I've also that's also my scene. I was a DJ for 10 years. So, like, I was yeah. doing that stuff, too. But what I'm saying is, like, I just I feel like I know just more than the average person. You know what I mean? But you, uh, when I watch your videos, I'm like, I got to, like, learn some of this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? How long have you been into the hobby? okay
1: uh before that i just want to say it's interesting that you are a dj because i'm also a professional beatboxer so i think yeah yeah
0: yo southeast asians jack of all trades bro that's what it is man i'm filipino so you know it's like we're not that far away from each
1: other (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have quite a few filipino friends because they're like neighboring countries yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, I have a bunch of Filipino friends as well uh, that I've worked with and I personally know. I have a friend who's like half Chinese, half uh, Malaysian Chinese and half yeah. Filipino. Uh, wow. And I perform with him. he plays guitar and sing, uh, I, uh, I beatbox and uh, do a bunch of other stuff with him. He's also a YouTuber, by the way. That's and crazy. he's a drone pilot. He's also a what? drone pilot. Oh, yeah.
0: I got to tap into the like Asian market, international Asian market more because i i'm not saying i don't have interesting guests i definitely do but dude you're a beatboxer you're into edc you have this friend who like plays a guitar with you and is a drone pilot and then you love the mcu stuff so there's definitely a lot of things that you and i can get into yeah
1: Um, but how long have you been i i I also have a paintball hobby so i associate
0: (laughs) how long have you been into the edc hobby like when did you start collecting knives and when did like when did you seriously get into it where you knew what certain steels were and what pivots were and what ceramic bearings were. You know what I'm saying? There's a point yeah. where we go from buying just any knife on the internet, on, on Amazon, like tack forces yeah. and things like that to evolving into knowing what Spyderco and Benchmade is. How long have you yeah. been collecting?
1: Uh, let's see my first introduction to the world of EDC was through my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, he studied in Michigan. Okay. So, uh, he went so when he was in Michigan he carried he EDC two items. He had a Victory Knox, I think huntsman, mm-hmm. and then he had a little Mac like, you no, know, one of those pen pen like type things. Yeah. So he brought those back. So since I was young, when I was like, you no, know, as a five-year-old kid, you rummage through your dad's drawers. And then I found that up, and I was like, what is this? And he took me through, all right, this is a blade, this is scissors, this is a bottle opener, this is a cap lifter, stuff like that. So that was my introduction. But when I really, really got into it was right after I became a father and I do not know what it is about being a dad, but every other member in the community here in Malaysia are fathers. You, you wow. very rarely don't meet non-dads in the copy here. I don't know if it's a protection thing or you just want to feel more capable as a father, but uh, yeah, 2018, I think June was when I made my first uh, real-night purchase. When I was 18, back in 2010, I made my first knife purchase, but it was like I was nowhere near like as nerdy as I am about the hobby. It was <laughs> a because I was Southeast Asia, uh, Southeast Asian, we learned Silat. So it was a karambit. Uh, and also because Filipino culture, yeah, uh, it was a butterfly karambit. It was actually, I actually wow. bought it from Blake HQ. Wow. It's called the Man. It's called the man Valley Song Karambe. You can see the review on my channel. It is the most outrageous, knife, flashiest thing I've ever owned in my life. It is, <laughs> as someone who's done martial arts since I was like 13 years old, it is the most impractical self-defense weapon, okay? Because not only is it, not only are Bali tough to in a Balisong stuff use in an actual martial arts setting, because there's a high, there's a high enough skill factor that you need to be able to use it effectively, Okay. But it's also a krumpet, so to get it open, it wasn't really straightforward. So that was my Um, first knife. My first knife that I've actually bought as a hobbyist is a QSP, uh, QSP. Uh, not sure if you know this. A QSP Deva, D A E V A. Deva. Yeah, it was black handle bolsters with OD green handles. It has D A V A. Yeah, D D A E V A. Yeah, you also had a glass breaker and a uh, seatbelt cutter type situation.
0: Ah, oh, I can't find it for some reason. So, spell it again? QSP, like QSP. Yeah, like a Oh, I yeah. got it. D A V A. got it. I think I got it right yeah. here.
1: I had to right, type right. in
0: QSP knives. When I typed in QSP, I got a bunch of other stuff. So, it's DAV, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, D-A-E-V-A. Oh, D-A-E. Got it. Okay.
1: Right. right. It should be like Black Bolster's.
0: Yeah, I'm black, trying to look for it right now, and then black we can. Ah, okay, so and then I can share it with you. We have that capability on the show.
1: Awesome. <laughs> it is go. also a. Uh, so is this with one my? Yeah, yeah, wow. that that fellow right there. It is up to this point my only uh, tip down carry knife that I've ever owned. After this, <laughs> I I swore off tip down carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah yeah that's the one. Uh, the non serrated blade. Yeah, The
0: Non serrated. Yeah yeah yeah. Man, interesting. So that was the first
1: knife that you purchased. Um, yeah. Was, yeah. And how did you feel knife, about it? Okay, yeah, that was my first knife I purchased as a knife geek before this was like, oh, what is the flashiest thing I can get, which is the Bali Song Karambit. Uh, how do I feel about it? it? It, In many ways, I've had many hobbies throughout time from paintball to, to EDC and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's always the case that the first item you buy is the item that you look back six months later and think to yourself, why the hell did I buy this? Because there's so many things, you go back to it, and then you realize that, oh my God, there's so many things I would never buy right now that look like these things. Like mm. the blade was was like a not very slicey blade. It was very thick behind the edge. D2 is like a, a very non-favorite steel of mine, a very non-favorite steel of mine. Uh, it has this like weird handle which is like completely straight kind of like a regular regular conical design which I don't fancy mm-hmm. because I like a little bit of curvature to the handle it was awfully thick it was heavy it was it made me look it it it, it, it made me feel like I was compensating because it's like over four and a half it was, like over five inches in terms of the big <laughs> handle and and uh and, uh, <laughs> and oh, then yeah hilarious. I mean I, I'm glad I'm glad I <laughs> I'm glad I I got through that phase, but it was just one (laughs) another example of like, oh, you get into it and then your first three purchases are always your worst purchases.
0: (laughs) I made so many bad purchases to the point where I'm almost five years deep into this hobby and I rarely buy knives now. Um, most of the knives that I review and check out are either from a pass around or one of the viewers has sent in for me to check out or people send in donations and gifts and things like that. Dude, my, my wife, I mean, you, you met Kelly before I recorded. She usually yeah. is the co-host, but she is, um, waking up at 4am tomorrow. She's, uh, you know, works, uh, she's going to school and she's going through hospital work right now. So she's wow. not here tonight. Yeah. Do dude. Do my wife not is surgery, a nurse. not nurse, surgical technician. <laughs> like, okay. The doctor says calipers and she goes here and she still makes a lot a shitload of money. So it's like, right. Yeah. But it, anyway. You...
1: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. My wife is a nurse. So my <laughs> wife is also in the medical field, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh crazy hours. Um, but but yeah. uh uh to get to get back to what I was saying, um yeah, I made so many bad purchases, man. I mean just I was buying just literally every knife that I would see on Knife YouTube, mm-hmm. um, and and now that I think back about it, I'm like, man, I could have picked up some really really nice knives if I didn't buy all of those like smaller ones. So I, I do make knife purchases once in a while, um, but most of the time it's it's stuff from the companies. And uh, just pass around and loaners or donations or something like that. So I've been fortunate enough to still be able to do this. Uh, for I, I want to say since 2020, I haven't really been buying. Um, the downside to that is you don't have that excitement of ownership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel like it messes with the review a little bit. Or, or um, it, uh, I don't have as much enthusiasm to actually create videos Once I'm done, I mean, this has been toiling around in my head for a while because I've switched almost completely to short form content because I've been working six days a week and um it's tougher to do videos you know the way I, the, in my style i've tried to do just tabletop it doesn't work it doesn't work for me like it's just not my brand of content so i have to be very selective about what i make so when a company sends me something like the you know the the Oni excel from damn designs like i'll do short form content on it and I'll, I'll circulate it through TikTok and twitter and and Facebook and whatever else, and IG and all that stuff, for maybe like a week or two, and then I don't even do the review, <laughs> but but they still like they they're still like they still mess with me for some reason. Um, in in Malaysia, do you have a opportunities like that where I know you rep Thomas Tools all the time? Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah. So there was a a, a period of time uh, where Thomas Tools, which is one of a like like a knife distributorship in Malaysia. A knife mm. dealer, sorry. Oh, technically they do all camping equipment and yeah. just so happens that holding knives is in mm. it. So Thomas Tools was a, uh, supported the channel for uh, a few months, they, they helped supply like, I think eight to 10 knives in total. And in return, what I did was I created videos for them. So imagine a much shorter format of uh, advanced knife pro. Yeah. Okay, so I did that like three minute long videos Advanced knife pro esque for them yep. to upload on their channel for an uh, exchange of me having to handle and fold it and test it out stuff like that.
0: That's pretty yep. cool. I would do that. I mean, honestly, that's yep. what I do pretty much on just a uh, uh on just a uh, short form content type of scale. I guess because yeah. you know, I I mean, I I know you and I talked about TikTok, okay, and I've been trying to promote TikTok into the knife community for so long because it's such a powerful platform that the EDC community doesn't utilize. I understand guys, listen, I know you're watching. I understand that when you flip a knife, you get, you get flagged, but there are ways around it. And if you're serious about creating content, you got to figure out a way to post your stuff on every platform, which is like what I've been trying to do. Um, but, uh, Man, I forgot what I was gonna say on this TikTok yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. But before that, I'll, i want to ask you. I'll, I would like to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you? Or how long did it take you to pass your bad night face? Because just as a bunch of girls has a bad boy face, yeah. A lot of us in the community have a bad night face. Like yes. for me, it was my third night. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like the the end of the. Oh, I'm just experimenting. Let's see what I can find. What, what <laughs> it's like the whole phase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a whole phase
0: for fucking knives. For knives so. I think I'm still in it right now. Well, I mean, oh, really? okay. Let's see if I'm still in it. Okay, my favorite knife at the moment, at the moment, huh. is the Civivi bow. Okay, this is my favorite knife at the moment. I have more expensive knives here, actually. Yeah. I've I've got a lot more. But this one has really, really grabbed my attention because... It's Nitro-V, marbled carbon fiber. You have weight reduction. It has a deep carry pocket clip. And um, it's 80 bucks, dude. Excellent design by Brad Zinker. Just a simple one, really good for New York City. In New York City, you don't want to get caught with something crazy. You might get killed by a police officer. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, so this has really captivated me. So maybe I am out of the... uh, the the hoe phase of of knife collecting, but then again, you know, like I was I was carrying this today. This is kind of hoey, right, <laughs> bro? You nice. know, it's not it's it's not a cheap hoe though. This is one hundred fifty six bucks, I think, or one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it's it's definitely a step up from getting the Tac forces and you know those kind of knives on Amazon that are like eighteen dollars that have like spring assists and stuff and are always like. Serrated combo edges. Um, yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I still have not lost the wonderment for what a knife is gonna feel like when I have it in hand. So, right. whenever a new thing comes in, I definitely give it its fair share of time. I make sure I make a bunch of content on it. That's pretty much how I test it. Um, my usage of a knife is very limited, I cut boxes from Amazon. And, you know, I recycle boxes and I flip the knife open. That's it. I don't I don't have hard use. I'm not camping. I'm in New York City. So there's no camping situation here. I'm not, you know, fiddling like sticks. I'm not feathering it. I'm not doing any of that. It's mainly cardboard cutting. So actually, the way that I review knives is more from an aesthetic and ergonomic standpoint and action. Action is very important to me. How about you? How do you uh, how do you go about
1: reviewing? Okay, uh, I have kind of a similar lifestyle. Cardboard, uh, I, I have some experience, or sometimes I do work in production. So sometimes mm. I use my knife in production for cutting foam or styrofoam, sometimes prop making, stuff like that. Uh, I've had to use my leatherman quite often, like when you have to like work on uh, work on props and camera gear and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's it. Now, um, my... Your your thing action, right? And action is a big thing for me. Action is possibly the second most important thing for me. To me, the most important thing is, is uh, locking mechanisms. So I have a yeah, I have an obsession with the mechanical aspect of knives. So like this is my favorite right now. This oh, the, the, the Malibu. Malibu, that is,
0: I mean, I've I've tried uh, two of them. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Definitely one of the best knives, folding knives ever made.
1: Yeah. And just to add to that, if you were to ask me to design a knife to whatever preferences I want, it is this 100%, or oh, 99.9%. Yeah. It is this guy. It is everything. It has the action that I love. It has the locking mechanism that is perfect, uh, that is simple, perfect pocket clip, perfect handle shape, perfect blade shape. Uh, I do a lot of pull cuts in my life, okay? opening up boxes and all that. So like this blade shape, amazing um uh, so yeah that feels just good in it. the that, hand
0: too right i mean great. every yeah the, the malibu is a knockout i don't hear any bad things about it honestly everyone who's ever tried one thinks it's absolutely amazing um when i first saw the malibu i didn't understand the hype behind it until i got one in my hand and actually it was nick yeah. shabazz who sent me one he sent me a, a bunch of knives and the malibu was one of them uh this is the f- after the first time he did my podcast and I was blown away. I mean, he sent me some knives that were crazy, like more expensive, had better materials. But then the Malibu was the one that I was thinking in my head, this is one of the best folding knives
1: I think ever made. 100%. Yeah. Uh, On another note, uh, as someone who lives in a hot, humid equator country, uh, Mm -hmm. anything that's completely rush-proof is already like top of the pyramid for me. So mm-hmm. I have two. I have the Native 5 Salt, which to me, if you were to ask me what is the only pocket knife I will keep for my life, it would be this guy. Yeah. He has an extremely powerful, uh, extremely sturdy lockup. And the ergonomics are just amazing. Like I can't think of any other knife that has as great of an ergonomic as as this guy right here. Uh, And then uh, I have this guy, Quiet Carry Waypoint.
0: I I just and watched your review on that, dude.
1: It, it, I know it's a good one, too. Yeah. But if you're gonna get this, I would suggest the titanium one. The G10 ones have like a weird screw inside, kind of a uh, weird screw inside, kind of like the TRM uh, neutrons and the yeah. TRM Adams. Uh, they have the screws on the inside. It has those. I've actually removed those, and the knife comes back together perfectly fine uh, with it removed.
0: Yeah, I think the neutrons though. What they were trying to do was to make it simple to just remove scales and put them back on. That's why there's that skeleton there and they have that system. I have, I have a neutron one and I've never honestly taken it apart before. I'm not a big take knives apart guy. I know some people are, um, uh, I I don't do it that much. I I think it's because, like I said, my schedule is just too crazy, dude. It's like six days a week. I'm at work. Um, you know, I got home, I get home. Um, I have stuff to do. And in the morning, like I have to work out, I have to do a bunch of stuff. So it's just crazy. And, and and the wife and I are doing live shows on Monday. We're streaming on Twitch on Friday. I do a podcast with a person on Wednesday. And then on Sunday, I do another podcast. So um, the timing is just crazy. Like uh, I, I, ba- I basically only have time to create short form content right now. So I don't have time to maintain as much as I want to. When I first got into the hobby and I was only working five days a week, there's a lot of time to sharpen. I was like, messing around with uh, titanium anodization, which was a lot of fun using like nine volts. And then I got a machine that would, you know, yeah. uh, generate the charge. Uh, but right now it's like, I don't, I don't have the, a lot of time to basically maintain. Um, are you ready to do some segments? I feel like i can yeah. talk to you forever because we've been talking for 27 minutes already, which is, I think a record actually for a new the pod. Um, Sorry,
1: man.
0: This is one of the few things that I can last for 27
1: minutes. So let's, <laughs> let's move
0: on. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's move on to the segments. Okay. All right. So let me uh, pull up the segments right here. Uh, I got to do my little phone thing. <clears throat> uh, what do you cat. work at, by the way? My family owns a CBD franchise. Uh, not by franchise, I mean, we have two shops. It's not really a franchise, is it? But uh, we right. own a CBD shop, and I work at the main one. my wife works at the other one, the, 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 the newer one. And uh, we basically just work there. It's more, I got into it because of the family, of course. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I'm definitely good at it. I know a lot about CBD and I, I, I'm very good at talking to people and I'm, you know, I create content for the shop and things, but definitely I've been thinking more and more like, man, I really just want to work four days and focus on this YouTube stuff I have so yeah. many friends right now in the knife community that are just killing it, dude. I'm talking about breaking in thousands a month, like able to able to do knife, knife YouTube, not to, regular YouTube. I understand doing regular yeah. YouTube, vlogging, tech, all this stuff for a living. Very, very, uh, I feel like attainable. But when you're doing a knife YouTube channel, but you're still making enough money to pay for your family, that is yeah crazy. Like, but it's, it's possible now basically. You know what I mean? And people are like yeah. teaching me how and and I want to focus more. So definitely, even though I love the, the shop and stuff, like I wish I could work four days and have like mm-hmm. maybe two days to work just on content. And then one day for the wife, of course, which you know, she, I'm going to get murdered, basically. So...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My day job is actually I strategize digital content. So uh, from, wow. from YouTube content to Facebook. Yeah. I'm, I'm a digital strategist. That's my job. What? Uh, That's so, awesome. So... We don't need to talk about this now. We can take it offline, but uh, we can sit down and let's have a talk about what strategy. Dude, don't worry.
0: Can- You're going to be back on again. I can tell you this right now. Because first of all, I want to have more like Asian connection and stuff like, on this channel. Um, I always say this is not a lot of Asians. Uh, in in yeah. America, it's like me and maybe Brandon Everyday Minimalist. Like that's that, that's making uh, yeah. every day. every day. I mean, in
1: America. He, he went to like 100 subscribers so quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: i'm like super super super
0: happy for him. oh yeah yeah i i I love that dude man he's really really cool and he helped me out a lot this pc that i'm using to stream this right now was uh not given to me was sold to me from him he um has a job uh i forgot what the company is called but they build professional gaming rigs for twitch streamers and things like that and you know i gave him a price of what i could pay and he got me this system that is an absolute monster so i could just like do a bunch of stuff and um you know be able to stream seamlessly and like edit and and all that stuff so it's all from him it's all from him man uh are you ready to play sharp or dull i don't know if you know anything about this segment but basically i show you a picture in this case it's going to be knife related and Mm -hmm. we're going to this is all pulled from blade hq's like new arrivals slots, and I'm going to have the All specs, right. price, and a picture, and you're going to tell me sharp if it's good, dull if it's bad, okay? All right. All right, so this is called the Microtech Hera, OTF. It's an automatic and uh, three-inch. It, it is serrated on this one, um, mm-hmm. 440 bucks. okay? Blade material is premium steel. I don't know what that means, to be honest.
1: Traditionally, they've done two o four p, so maybe that's that, what it means. That's what it
0: says right here. Handle materials aluminum, two point eighty seven ounces in weight, and it is made in the USA. Now, what do you say to this guy? Is this worth? Is this worth
1: four hundred forty bucks? Uh, I think OTFs in general are overpriced. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I just don't see. Huh, okay, you Just can be you it. can
0: you can be harsh, bro. Like I yeah, I yeah. harsh on stuff on here. You don't you don't have to worry about it. Uh, you, you give your honest opinion.
1: Okay, my honest opinion is that this is a dull knife, and here's the reason why. I can't see the screws from here, but I think taking apart uh, a Microtech uses their own proprietary screws. It's that kind of yeah. three star thing, and OTS can get really gunky on the inside because of it has an opening that stuff can fall into, and I've seen OTS fail quite often. So that, and I as a person that likes to clean out my gear will find this troublesome. So yeah, yeah it's 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 a no for me. It's a it's a dull for me.
0: It's a it's a dull for me as well. Now you know I just had the social media manager for my Microtech on here a few episodes ago, which was Little uh-huh. Fit Devil, which was insane, dude. She showed me so many OTFs, and I'm looking at her back wall, and I'm like, you ha- do you have like just like thirty grand up there, <laughs> like? Because microtechs are expensive, man.
1: Yeah. I'm going to
0: give this one Uh, a dull myself.
1: Yeah. If like a button lock Malibu didn't exist, I wouldn't so quickly call it a dull. But after it has existed, I don't see a need for an OTF anymore.
0: Wow. Are OTFs legal in Malaysia? Technically,
1: how do I say this diplomatically? They're all illegal. (laughs) I'm not supposed to carry any of these things. What? But uh, but of course I uh, uh on on useful occasions I will carry it like if I'm going to a shoot or if I'm yeah. going camping or whatever yeah. then then yeah, but uh there are very very strict knife laws here that uh, I have learned to live with. Yeah, and I kind of thread very carefully on the edge of like what's acceptable. I
0: I under- I understand that New York City is pretty tough with the knife laws as well. It's like so tough that it's very unclear. You know, like I've asked, mm-hmm. I've asked uh, police, um, active police, uh, and and detectives, and retired ones, and people who have worked in the prison system. They all mm-hmm. tell me different things about what blade length is legal. Um, yeah. I do know that OTFs are absolutely legal. Anything automatic is is no. You can't even have it in your house. Uh, yeah. Butterfly knives, you can't even have it in your house. It's like compl- if they find it, like you're in a lot of trouble. But when it comes to you know, New York City, I try to tend to carry like like stuff like this. You know what I mean? Yep. In, in, in the event that I get searched for whatever reason, um, yeah. you know, I'll say, hey, I work in retail. Uh, I don't I don't have a box cutter. I, I, I collect knives and this is what I use. So I have a valid reason. Um, and I'm not going around doing cartwheels and backflips in in front of the police, man. (laughs) People are getting killed for less out here. You
1: know what I'm saying? So Yeah. This is what someone told me. I can't remember who it was, but he said, just don't look illegal and you'll be fine.
0: Yes. That's what I tell people. Don't look sus. Don't look suspect. And you're going to be fine. You know, like, uh, if you're going to, if you're going to take the train in New York City, pay the fare. I see a bunch of people like hopping the turnstile and the police like stop them and, there are all these videos saying like, "Oh, he just hopped the turnstile." Why are there fifteen guys, fifteen cops, like pointing their guns at him? Of course, it's a little excessive, but you know me as a knife guy. Um, and there are bag checks in New York City. Like around the end of the month, if you come here, you'll see right before you enter, there's there's a, a table with police there, and if you have a bag on you, they can search your bag. So wow. I'm, yeah, dude, you got to carry like very fucking smart. Like I I know all the exits, like which one is where's the check usually? Like I know all of that. stuff. So. Wow. No, but I never, I don't get checked normally though. I don't look like a guy that they'd want to check anyway. And, um, and, uh, yeah. you know, I just mind my own business and go, but yeah, I tend to carry like a pretty like three inch, maybe 3.25 inch, uh, blade length is what I like to carry. Uh let's move yeah. on to some more segments here. Uh let's yep. go to the next knife. What this, do we have?
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: This is, is the, the here. Heretic Medusa Battle on Bron- Bronze Tanto uh with inflamed tie, and it's 808 bucks, bro. Damn. <laughs> <Ooh. Yeah. laughs> all right, so we're looking at a three-inch blade length, not a lot of uh blade material there. L Max. All right. Mm-hmm. Um sure this is tie. Um Look at this weight, bro. 5.98 ounces. What? That is insane. It's made in the USA and it's by Heretic Knives. It did, it is another auto. I didn't know that, honestly, looking at this. I thought, oh, it yeah. is. I can see it now. Um yeah. the uh and, little uh
1: um, kind of throws us off a little bit. Yeah,
0: the Tonto the and also the you know, the spidey hole type thing. Like I was thinking, yeah. like this is a flicker type. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go out on this right away, and I'm gonna go dull just for the eight hundred and eight dollar price tag. I can't afford that, and also one thing that I don't like is I actually don't like this anno that much. You know, really? what I'm
1: saying? that kind of like that, that that river anno? You don't like that.
0: I mean, no. you know, do you follow knife modders on Instagram?
1: Uh, I do to some capacity. Yes, uh, I mean, but, but is is knife modders that 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 person who works with MBK? Is that yes, right? yes. Oh, okay, uh, guys. It's Lindy yeah.
0: Lou and Richie. They're a yeah. couple. They've been on here a few times. They are just gangster with the finishes that they can do, with the anno work, with just everything that they do is is like this to me is the what this looks like to me is what uh anno looked like when I first got into the community. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm not super into it, but uh let me know your thoughts, you know?
1: All right. Oh uh it is the only kind of person I would see buying this is the uh, uh the kind of person that likes the flash. So yeah. if you like the flash, you're gonna enjoy this. For me, it's adult. Uh, it just kind of looks messy in general. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just I just feel like it looks a little messy in general. I do like the star on the pivot though. That's a little nice. So yeah. my bad. That is not a river. That's actually lightning. So that makes sense. If the star is like the sun, and then the lightning is like from the sky then it makes sense from a design point of view. But, you know, I, I'll pass this. This is a doubt for me. Nowhere near anything I would buy. Yeah. 18-year-old me might be looking at this, but not... whole phase. Yeah. whole phase. Uh, yeah, whole <laughs> phase. <laughs> nice. That's what it is. Now, if you're into hoes, all power to you if you're into hoes. Yo, if you're <laughs> you into you. hoes, bro. Shit, yeah, man. This go is what for you got
0: to yeah. get right here. Yeah,
1: all right, let's, let's, move on. let's move on to the Just, next thing. As, as a caveat, if that was 650, I would have said sharp. But I think it's just two hundred bucks—a little bit too much. Eight oh eight, bro. Eight oh eight. that's crazy. Eight oh eight. to me is is this song. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the drums. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I was gonna say because from a music production standpoint, the eight oh eight is like a very big like term that you hear all the time too. So yeah, that was pretty good. That's I I follow a lot of like beatbox TikToks on uh on TikTok. So, uh, thank you, thank you. let's go to the next uh knife here. It's, it's just a blank page, dude. Yeah, hold on. A oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, the concept concept knives Swan, Tymascus, Uh It's another three inch man. I got a lot of three inch knives here. Three hundred twenty two bucks. Uh, this is the specialized one though, that's mm. got these special scales here. Are the specs right here: Bowler M three ninety, sheep's footy, our favorite blade style. Um, Tymascus on the handle material. Three point six ounces. This is designed by Nick Swan. I don't know who that is. I'm gonna just say it right here. I know people in the comments are gonna be like, how
1: do you not know?
0: I don't know him. Um,
1: But yeah, what do you think, man? All right, can, can I scroll back up? Now, yeah. I like that knives are becoming a little bit more 3 inch because you see this in the watch world, like Rolexes and all that have started dropping to 40 mils and below. Yeah. Okay, So I think that people are uh, realizing sometimes going smaller is always better, which mm-hmm. I <clears throat> appreciate. Uh, let's see now. Uh, I'm gonna I say this is a sharp. I think there is a lot of things I like about this. I'm I'm not a big fan of like this candle design, or maybe I just need a closer look. Yeah, um, I do that. Yeah, I I'm not too much of a Timascus fan. However, I respect con- I respect concept. I think the overall design of this knife is just very nice. It kind of looks like a bird, uh, which I like. I don't like this thing right here. That's Isn't the a giant hole elongated lanyard hole it's yeah. massive
0: like what are you going to put through there like parac- an entire paracord bracelet <laughs> like a <the> lanyard <laughs> like... I, I,
1: I can see this as like like a really uh, like a guy who's really in touch with the feminine side will get this <laughs> and it will put and if he'll put like a blue ribbon through it and oh, around, and tie it around. <laughs> that's what I see from this guy because it's, know... a, it's a ribbon hole it's not a lanyard hole so I have you look a sharp hole. on this though right I'm going sharp on that. I uh, you know, yeah, so, so, I, so that's a paracord and that's yes. a ribbon hole. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: um I I like concept actually. Have you ever tried any of their knives?
1: Uh no, but Thomas Tools again, <laughs> sorry for yeah. the name drop. Uh Thomas Tools just became an authorized dealer of concept knives here. Nice. So yeah. So it's uh, they are really like and-
0: uh, like the the people that left Kaiser is who made yeah. uh, these, you know, there was that whole uh uh, a, a kind of like a beef that's never really been explored, from what I hear, uh, yeah. is is um the CEO of Kaiser stepped down, the son took over, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if people didn't get along or whatever, but Kim Ning, one of the main in-house designers, left and started Concept. Now I know you love the Tangram Santa Fe, so do I. Yeah. Um, and the reason why that's no more is because that was Kim Ning's baby, basically. And he's in yeah. concept now, so Tangram is, is like done, <laughs> which kind of sucks. Because I when the Santa Fe came out, it was it was it was awesome, man.
1: Yeah, I have it here. It's my favorite budget night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which uh, I, actually i put this guy out for sale, and I think someone's already like interested in it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. it's a nice one, man. The other uh, cool one that they had was the uh, the Tangram Vector. I particularly liked the blue one, wow. although the button lock was kind of stiff. At the time, yep. getting a button lock that was like thirty dollars is kind of crazy. You know what I yeah, mean? And, yeah.
1: and also babies are like, like dishing up button lock knives left and right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I appreciate. Um, right, cool. This is shock for me. What, what's your answer? I forgot. Was yours a sharp or dull? No? You
0: know, if I was gonna choose, right, I would probably. I just. I really don't like this ribbon hole thing. I don't like it. Um, right. It's not my favorite concept design. Uh if it so there is just a regular tie model and um I think it's like a I think it's like 200 something. If that was like 180 maybe uh I'm going to have to go dull on this one though. It's not my oh. style really. Yeah. I I I like concept. I've liked a lot of their stuff. Maybe I would change my mind if they sent me one and I got to check it out, but I'm going to go dull for now. All right. Nice, thanks. Let's go to the next one here.
1: Right. I like this, uh, man. I like this. Here Ooh. you go. This is the new ex- I, I, Spyro this. I this
0: Lightweight. This is in mint. 154 bucks. This is going to be the hot thing. You know this is going to sell out. Um, you're looking at a 3-inch blade length CPM M4, right? FRN handle scales, 2.7 ounces. Um, this one's made in Taiwan. So... Thanks. I want to know, I do like the Sage 5, but how do you feel about this like sort of mint edition that's gonna be completely exclusive and you know this is gonna sell out?
1: Uh hundred uh, percent it's gonna sell out. My my ideal spidercore knife is actually everything about the Sage 5 lightweight with the Ferris 3 blade shape. Ah uh, okay, so I think that is like the perfect spider for me. Yeah. Uh, I do like the Sage 5 just a tad bit more than in terms of construction, I like how the stage five lightweight is constructed, uh, slightly more than the Paris three lightweight. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that I know is a shark, but uh, but it's not sharp for me, uh, yeah. because of M four, because of M four. I, oh. I need the rust resistance. Yes, rest because of the
0: resistance. tropical climate, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I know, I feel you, bro. Because I was born in the Philippines, and I would, yeah. I would Ooh. tell stories to people, and I'm like, you could walk outside in just boxer shorts or boxer briefs even or naked and you will just start sweating immediately (laughs) the humidity i'm
1: i'm sweating now and i have a fan (laughs) right here
0: yeah i mean in the philippines i i tell people i'm like look in the philippines you hang out at malls everything is in a mall. You want to go ice skating, it's in a mall. You want to go to the movies, it's inside the mall. You want to go to a nightclub, it's inside the mall. Everything is inside the mall because you can't have things outside really. It's too hot, you know? So, and and people are like, really? I'm like, yeah, we have malls the size of like states almost. They're like so huge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're massive.
0: Like, and then they
1: keep adding, they keep like (laughs) turning parking lots into extensions and and then like connecting them together.
0: Yeah, and it's that's, like we you can't even, to. you know. I think the Mall of Asia is in the Philippines, and I've been there. I want to say four times, and I've never gone through the whole thing, like ever. Mm. It's just so big, and and every time I'm like trying to get through all of it, um, you know, I'll get a call like, "Hey, we got to go." I'm like, all right, fuck. So yeah, they're massive, massive. But uh, so for yeah. this one. Um, I have a big gripe with like sprint runs and limited edition stuff that sell out. It like really makes me angry because Spyderco does this a lot. Well, they'll do a sprint of a different steel and people go crazy and it's the same knife. And, uh, you know, I live in New York city, so I don't have a lot of steel restrictions because the weather here is, is, is all weather. We get summer, we get fall, we get winter, we get all of it. We get, you know, literally everything. So um, i don't necessarily need absolute rust resistance and i don't yep. you know cut a bunch of stuff all the time i'm not going camping so steel to me as long as it's pretty good like i can deal with it um, yep. but i'm gonna go dull on this one uh the regular sage five that you could buy like time, super yep. sharp for me but these sprint run things i just don't understand it I feel like it's money grabby and people are already s- are excited about this one. And this is going to go into secondary market for like $400. Like watch.
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay. Respect you. Respect yeah. you.
0: Uh- <laughs> I like the design. I love Co. But this kind of stuff kind of like triggers me a little bit because I'm like, dude, just make it available so people can have it, you know. But they want to have that. It's the whole second Uh, market thing that kind of aggravates me because people are going to overcharge somebody and somebody's going to use their hard-earned money to buy it and it's like it it, it, it's kind of i don't know i don't like that you know what i mean i'm gonna go dull on it for me but sage five in general sharp all right let's go to the next one here um uh this is a finch cherry bomb OK, I don't know if you've ever tried any Finch knives before or what I can't tell you.
1: Is, I've never heard of them before. This yeah. is my first time.
0: So Finch knives, um, from my experience, right, uh, when I first see the specs on paper, I'm like, why is this one hundred twenty seven dollars and ninety five cents? And and the steel is this or the scales are this. What I can tell you is they are always finished. The fit and finish is almost impeccable. Most of the time, so i've never tried this one, but I wanted to know what you how you felt about it. It is one hundred twenty seven dollars and ninety five cents one fifty four cm um, right. handle material says bone on it uh, Bolsters are stainless steel, three point six ounces you're looking at this was made in china um that's the only information I can give you. I know it's kind of tough to go off the specs. 154 CM is actually like a pretty good steal for them. Usually they go like less than that. Uh, so, you know, what do you think?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a great dinner knife. Uh, the bone is a nice touch. Uh, I, I'm very, I'm very unimpressed by it. Like, okay. uh, there is really nothing that really stands out to me. I don't like the handle. That's mm-hmm. why. Can I see the pocket clip?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, you. Can, I, you can, I, yeah. I cannot show you the pocket. Okay, flip. but Sorry, this is a word. But... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me try to show you it this way. That's what it looks yeah. like right there. That's as uh, far as I can zoom in.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: I mean, I would think this is pocket the pocket clip tie. Does it tell you? I don't know if it does. It just says uh, tip up on it. It looks like it could be.
1: Huh. It looks a lot like the Panadian's pocket clip. Yeah. Yes i yeah, like uh, not a big fan. It's a dull for me. There's just nothing sharp about it yeah. for me. I, uh, yeah, I just think like if I'm going to go for this kind of aesthetic, I yeah. would go for a Kenya.
0: Yeah, there are, are other knives that do this better. You know what's crazy is what you just said right there almost sums up like every time I see a new finch, <clears throat> but yeah. then they send me one or one of my friends will send me one and I'm like, man, these things are just finished so well. Like, it feels so nice. It feels very premium when you hold it, um, yeah. which which is kind of strange when you think, like, when you see something like this and you see the price tag and you're like, why is this like this? And then you see it. And I'm like, OK, they actually took a lot of time to prepare these. So I, I'm yeah. going to have to go dull on it right now. But uh, Finch, yeah. if you want to send me one, may, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <Char. laughs> um all right, we'll go to the next one.
1: I, I think after after what we said, I don't think they're gonna want to send us anything. I don't know. I don't after know. If, I don't even
0: say. know if they watch my stuff, dude. Like my view counts are a lot lower than my friends, which is, is so weird. Um yeah. all right, let's uh let's go to the next one here. This is, is a special concept here. Uh, this is the concept Little Main Street. This is like the Christmas edition, I guess. You got the plaid, you got the snowflakes. Maybe yeah. this is a good like Christmas gift giving type of deal. 6850. This is a small knife, uh, 2.25 inches, 154 cm. And uh, you've got uh frame liner, stainless steel, handle materials, G10. Uh, you have bearings. It's a uh, Dirk Pinkerton design. I mean, I, I, I'm going to go sharp on
1: this right away, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's just such a cute knife. So I, I got a friend into EDC about three weeks ago. He bought a TJRB Leia, I think. Oh, my Leah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was also looking at the uh, these concept ones, uh, the little main street. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think that there's nothing you can go wrong with this knife. I just think it's a great knife, great steel, great price, great handle, great blade. Uh yeah, I mean it's just just a great purchase.
0: Yeah. It's like so not sharp. super expensive. It's kind of like yeah. in the middle, um of it's kind of like the middle of the budget range, I think. Once you start getting yeah. into the high seventies, high eighties, I start thinking like maybe it's not that budget anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, it is cute and shit. Like, if I gave this to my girl, you know, my girl is 410, she'd probably love this thing, you know.
1: Where so she you know. is she from? She she doesn't look Filipino either.
0: <laughs> no, my girl <laughs> is Italian mostly right. and right. Irish. Wow. Um, but she is from North Carolina, com- you know, complete total white girl. Um, uh, she, she, uh, a she, southern belle, a yeah, but no, no country accent, man. I feel totally ripped off. I thought I was going to get a country gal and end up marrying like <laughs> an American girl. <laughs> she's great, though. She's great on the show. Babe, don't fucking hate me. Uh, she's great on the show and she's, she's a great addition to to this channel. So um, let's get yeah. to the is next she here. No, oh, she, she went to sleep, right? Sleeping already, bro. So I'm oh, actually right. like being super loud, but it's cool. She gets it. I'm, I'm working hard for the future of our children who aren't born yet. So <laughs> true, true that. hopefully, by the time uh, you know this channel takes off, like we'll be having childrens. Um, so this next segment here, uh, that that was the end of sharper doll. The next segment is called verses, and what it nice. is is I show you two pictures, and you have or more two or more pictures, and you have to choose the one that you are going to go with, like your path basically, or which one you prefer. So right, this right. first I like one, it. I did some research. Okay. um malaysia got on the map for me with two things mma because i watched one championship and um and also like malaysian horror like i absolutely love it so i have uh i have a situation for you here okay you have to be haunted by one of these two things all right so this is (laughs) let me see if you could pronounce this for me uh Hantu Tetek?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the, it's the breast ghost. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the breast ghost. Yeah, so you know what it is? Yeah, I know what it is. My, my Yeah. My 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 brother-in-law has such a phobia of the, the breast ghost to the point that he doesn't date women with huge boobs. Oh that he only god. dates small boob women wow. because of a horror story that kind of traumatized him when he was married. Oh my god. It's hilarious. Yeah. So it's this cute, is, cute. it is described
0: as a woman with large breasts. Various sources claim that the breasts are on its back. Most powerful during evening twilight, it preys on children, suffocating them to death by pressing them into her breasts. I've also read further into this that they yes. sometimes connect the nipple to form one giant muscle and they just crush you with it, with the sheer force yeah, yeah. of their big breasts.
1: Yeah, it's like a python. They suffocate you.
0: <laughs> they, they have to right, so you. you. You have to get haunted by either this thing, the hantu tetek, or okay. the uh, penangal is a nocturnal oh. vampiric entity. Uh, its name comes from the word tangal, meaning to remove or take off because its form mm-hmm. is that of a floating disembodied woman's head with its trailing organs still attached. So, I mean, this yeah. is pretty crazy. Um, I, we have a version of this in the Philippines called mananangal and it's almost the same thing um yeah. it's, it's just like a torso and it has bat yeah. wings and it's like flying so though commonly referred in its native language as a ghost the penanggal cannot be readily classified as a classical undead being i mean this mm-hmm. is pretty crazy man often hunts at night for menstruation blood from birth holy shit <laughs> it yeah. also hunts for pregnant women and young children so you have to get haunted by one of these two things which one are you going to choose
1: all right uh i would choose uh the <laughs> the breasts. oh i'll go for the breast go <laughs> and here's why it, okay there's a very specific reasoning because they only haunt children and i am no longer a child but so how about your kid bro she'll grow out of it <laughs> <laughs> like once puberty hits her I think like this ghost was like so she has another 10 years to go before before she's good <laughs> that's
0: hilarious it's so funny yeah. I said I sent this picture I said hey I have a Malaysian knife YouTuber on my podcast tonight and I'm gonna ask him which uh, which one of these would he rather be haunted by and one of them <laughs> was like I don't know why this turns me on <laughs>
1: I uh, yeah I, I mean if, if that's what you're into I guess so <laughs> I but know. I, I, I go with the best ghost because I'm not her target audience. And okay, I think cool. that makes me Smart. safe. Smart. I, I, I would need to protect my doctor a little bit. You know? Yeah. But uh, I think I, I to
0: blurt to- out the boob, the nipples here, because I don't know if YouTube was going to pull this or not. So I had to like scribble on it. Um, nice, okay. G- good choice. Good choice. Uh, let's go to the next one here. The next one is, um, okay. So you chose who you are going to be haunted by. The next yes. one is you have to choose one of these three weapons to fight off the uh, the what is it called the the breast monster hantu tetek, yeah, that, yes hantu, hantu tetek, tetek.
1: Hantu tetek. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Um. So these are Malaysian like weapons. Like I Google yep. this, and you have this one. Do you know these? Uh, the <laughs> runcang I know.
1: I've never held one. I've only held a bunch of krisis. So you've
0: got the Ren Kong here, right? Which is yeah. uh, originally a fighting weapon. It is most often seen today in the martial art of Silat.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the Karambit, bro. Look at this OG yeah. Karambit right here. It's like super old school. It's a bit long for a Karambit, if you ask me. The it's... sheath looks a little bit suspicious. But yeah, uh, it... let's... <laughs> yeah, it looks so... so...
0: It looks like it belongs with another ghost. <laughs> yeah, it belongs um, to the
1: hantu tickets. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. So, and then the last one is the parang. Is it just kind of okay. like a machete, or what Yeah. Is it like? uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so a parang is just a, uh, it's just a machete. It's the equivalent to a machete. That is a little bit not like a parang to my understanding, but that's just a sword. If you ask Wikipedia, bro. I, that's where I got ah. this <laughs> Well yeah, let's trust Wikipedia. But okay, I mean I, I guess you can use it for the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Which one are you going to choose to fight the the
1: the tits monster? I would pick the longest one so I can like poke her away with it. It would be the, karambe, the parang, right? Yeah, it would be the parang because like it's longer, so I can like poke her boobs to like push her away. The karambe is a great like close quarters fighting yeah. weapon because you're doing a lot of this very close range. You uh, definitely, don't on.
0: want to fight that thing close
1: range. You'd be like, oh. I know, that's how it kills you, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to carry a bigger stick just to like push them off. You need to create distance with with those like z cut boobs or whatever. She has. <laughs> which which
0: one of these three do you see more often?
1: Uh, I see the Kramit more often.
0: I mean, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty... I, I should have known that. Duh, right? I've been drinking like all yeah. that. So. Um. Yeah,
1: I, I I see the Chris most often. Do I have my Chris here?
0: Yeah. Let's see now. I was gonna put the Chris on there, but I was like, oh man.
1: So yeah. Oh this nice. This is actually no, this is actually closer. This is actually a ranchong, but a small one. Yeah. It's got It's actually my my dad gave it to me. Wow. So the difference between this and the Chris is that the Chris would have the weight.
0: And it's held that way. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's, like it's a it's gun, a but it's yeah, like it's, a
1: sword, dude. Yeah i mean a knife yeah it's a knife uh yeah it, it's uh, it's it's so that you can like posit like you, you have a positive it's a much more comfortable positive grip when you go in yes the
0: yes it is and you could do it like a punch almost
1: yeah pretty much ah. and the combit the crumb bit you actually can hold it like a punch also Yeah. Uh, so like okay let's just say this is a massive crumb bit. yeah okay so crumb bits go out like that right yep 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 go out like that so you hold it and then you just jab like you
0: yeah. would, like a boxer jack, and it works. Oh shit, dude! But yeah, do you, I mean, I guess you survived the the, the breast monster. I mean, with the uh, the parang. You know, it's crazy yeah. how many words uh, are very similar from like uh yeah. Philippine. I feel like the Philippines, though, is is such a mixture of like Spain and uh, Japanese and American influences. And we're always trying to be like America. That's how the Philippines is. It's like any American thing, that's the shit, bro. Like we, I I feel like in the Philippines, we are so accepting of taking in outside culture um, and and making it like part of our own thing. I mean, that's how I felt. I mean, I I did, I was born there. And then uh, I went back there in the seventh grade and I forgot my own language. So I had to go to first... I had to go to um learn Tagalog again with, like, the first yeah. graders, bro. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. that was a fucking experience, man. Nice. Actually, there's a lot of similar words from... So our national language is Bassem mm-hmm. Nation or Malaysian language, uh, formerly yeah. known as Bassem Nayu, which is a language. Yeah. Uh, so, like, DM and Tagalog actually have a lot of similar words. Like, bunga, yes. lucky. All mm. those are the same words. Like, parang oh, yeah. sounds like a
0: Tagalog word. Like, it, it does. Yeah. yeah, I think we actually probably use that word for something. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you watch, like, MMA? Uh, only
1: passively. Only okay. what? Only passively. Only like it's not something year. I yeah, it's not something I go out and watch very often. I do have some much large background, so I'm actually in the martial arts aspect of it. Yeah, uh I have some knowledge about the Gracie family, the, yeah. the Brazilian jiu-jitsu family. So I mean I have a working knowledge of the MMA outside. But you don't watch one? Uh no, I I, I don't really watch one. Damn, what is you know, so nasty?
0: Mass- I watch it, bro. I love yeah, MMA. Massive. My the wife and I like watch UFC. And uh, but you've the most, um, and then we watch Bellator, but like one championship, like I follow the YouTube, and their um, their social media manager must be some type of like meme lord or something because this guy is just like creating memes out of all these fights and it's just insane. Okay. <clears throat> so I definitely like what they're doing, but um, uh, so um. Everyone, please follow EDC Ready. Uh, This was such an enjoyable conversation. And I could, like, run this completely super long, but I am getting up at fucking 5 a.m. tomorrow. So uh, definitely you will be back, bro. This is super enjoyable. And I feel like we barely scratched the surface on stuff. um, Uh Just talking in general. But uh, I will definitely put your links in the description. Uh, Follow Rial. Yeah. Did I say it yes. right? Yeah. 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 Real. Real, EDC ready on YouTube and on Instagram. I'll put the links in the description. Thank you so much, my friend, for doing the show. Uh, this is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and EDC ready saying peace.